BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello all and welcome to Sunday Q&A. Here I am in my high visibility hat. <laughs> That's going to be a contemporary reference to anyone who's listening on the podcast. Like I said last week, we are now a podcast. It is on um, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Audible, Stitcher. Uh, Steve Bradley says, "Found you an Audible. Good stuff. Thanks very much." So you can now, you can, you know, it also it will go on the podcast before Sunday, because when I edit the video on a Saturday or a Friday, whenever I do it, I'll upload it. So it'll be on a Friday, Saturday. So if you've got something better to do, you can go and do that now and you can listen to it. <laughs> save you the problem of saving you the, um, having to trawl through. We've got five pages today um, of actually having to trawl through this nonsense. But um, there we go. Right. So also, um, before we start, I just want to do a quick heads up from Paul Davis. Uh, Portsmouth Clean Air Zone starts on the 29th of the 11th, 21. Thanks, Paul. I didn't even know that Portsmouth was going to have a Clean Air Zone. There's another reason why I've got to get a Euro 6. But we'll come. There's a few comments about Euro 6 coming on later on, actually. Um, also, before we start in the intro, a big hello to Rock God 23. We had a conversation earlier on. He's um, he's in a 26 ton, which kind of fired up because we're saying you know sometimes 26 tons could be better than 18. Discuss that later as well. Um, and he said because he rang me up, he said like I'm going to be in Milton Keynes on Friday. Do you ever get your own jobs coming back? And the thing is, we have got very few of our own customers, and they're all over the shop. We've got you know one in Bicester, I've got one in Honington, which is Exeter, um, and um, it's not big enough yet. I said, I'd love to give you work. I'd love to pretend. I could pretend to be big and then go, oh, we've got nothing at the moment. I'm just not big enough yet, but it was good to speak to you. And also, he has got his own YouTube channel, which is um, RockGod23. And I'm going to try and do a link if I can find it. I think I can. Um, Also, now I've got playlists, which was kind of, we'll come to that. I can add other people's videos to my playlist. So, for example, if I've got one on sort of um, a lorry and I think there's someone who's done a particularly good video on how to undo a curtain side or how to do your walk around check or just the general CX stuff, I think someone comes up with something particularly interesting or one of them life on the road videos, I will put them in my playlist. I know they're not my videos, but as I've said before, it's not all about me. So if you're interested in 
there's one that's specifically for the CX. So that if it's just CX you want to talk to, you listen to, and you don't really care about the life on the road videos, you don't want to see the Cockney videos and all that kind of stuff, you can subscribe to the playlist, which means you won't then have to troll through all the other stuff, which is kind of what bought on the one that I did, which is the Am I Out of Touch? Um, particularly with the bidding. Uh, because, and I am, you know, I don't make no bones about it. I am out of touch with driving a van because I haven't driven a van on the CX for two years and I was way out with small vans, as a few of you have commented. Um, also, before we go on, thanks very much for all your support when people go, yeah, Pete, but you know, the ethos is still there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go. It's, it's not, aren't I a great show? So, but thanks very much for all your support. But we keep cracking on with it, you know, we'll get there together, kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, so just come on. I mean, I mean, a few things about the small van. Longfinger says, um, I've sold a few van jobs recently and no quotes come in below a pound a mile. Uh, Paul A. Bevan, my mate Paul, who's got the Instagram on the um, the photos, he's, he's fantastic. Um, he says, um, I'm now charging 90p to a pound a mile for a small van. I have a Merc Sitton. Fuel prices are getting out of hand. I think they're dropping this week. I think something said because the prices are still high, but the, um, the, 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 the shortage has disappeared now, so they should be coming back to normal. It's, I couldn't believe the prices on the M5 on Saturday. I think it was here. I uh, couldn't believe the prices on the M5 on Saturday. 168 a litre. I have a fuel card. My latest price is 125 plus fat. Yeah, they're, they're crazy dear at the moment. They are crazy dear. And you still have to ring them fuel card people on a weekly basis because otherwise they're trying to stick you up by another 4p. But there you go. Uh, Tim Allen says, agreed. He said, I run a long wheelbase, but don't seem to be able to charge much more for long wheelbase jobs over a small van stuff. The only advantage it seems to be to run a long wheelbase at the moment is you can get long wheelbase jobs and medium wheelbase jobs. So if you're in a place and there's no small van jobs coming out, but you're in a medium wheelbase, you can get a medium wheelbase job. The problem you've got is you're paying that much extra in diesel and running expense and wear and tear and parking and not fitting on the driveway. And it's going to start to like have an impact, I think, on people going, well, what am I doing this for, you know? Van on the run says, finding the same in my long wheelbase. Distance jobs are 90p for a long wheelbase. Small van jobs aren't doing for much less. I'm doing much more of them lately. Um, and embraces. I work in a, in a warehouse and a shipper we use charges £1.15 for any van up to a long wheelbase. Then he subs the lot out on the CX. I asked his opinion on the CX and he reckons long wheelbase vans are going for 65p a mile so it's not worth going into a van. Is he trying to just put me off? I would say probably yes because if he's getting um, 65p a mile on a long wheelbase, I'd like to know where. I'd put that all day long, whether it's long wheelbase, medium wheelbase, small wheelbase, short wheelbase, because that's... We ain't getting that kind of. We ain't getting those kind of quotes in. Um, Mister nineteen ninety two legend says, "I would say if you're watching Pete's videos, and um, quote you quote cheap to chippers. Um, basically, what he says, and what I've said all the way along, quote what you're happy for on the job. Um, but don't be crazy about it. I've, I've got a job. I'm going to. I've got to pick up in Northampton on Monday morning at six o'clock, and I've got to go to the NEC." And we were, I was having a chat with a lady. She said, she said, I'm getting crazy bids in. This was a 42-mile-an-hour job, 42-mile job. I quoted it 200 quid. It's a little bit dear, but then I've got to be up at half four to fetch it, and I've got to go to Northampton to get it. She said, I've had quotes, and she had a couple which were slightly cheaper than me, but she decided to go with me because feedback and they use us. Um, but she said, I've had a quote in for £340, one in for £430. 
I mean, it's a 43-mile journey. You've got to quote what you're happy with. I know how much my running costs are in the truck. I know how much the diesel's now costing me. Um, I know what I went through to get the operator's licence. So, and I know, or more than that, I know what I can get if I don't get that job, then five, ten minutes um, later, another job will ping up, another job will ping up, and sooner or later I'll get the right job for the right kind of money. I know if I'm going crazy dear, and I know if I'm going crazy cheap. And sometimes I will go crazy cheap if I really want it. I don't, And sometimes I go crazy dear if I don't want it. But, um, yeah, he's right. You quote what you know what you you know what it costs you you know what um you need and what you're happy with and you quote that and if they don't want it don't take it but then the gear don't move not unless someone else does it leave me alone ha <laughs> ha <laughs> um Eric Morgan me from Blue another contemporary reference for the podcast people there thanks for listening um domain name guy. He says, 150 a litre today for petrol at the BP. I saw driving um, a van for the first time over 18 months, 150 a litre. He also said, Tesla's have got an electric van um, and Amazon are electric. Amazon electric vans all over the place. They're just booked here, there and everywhere. Um, Well, electric electric vans will be able to charge less per mile. The thing about that is you've got to take... it's It's the argument between Euro 5 and Euro 6. So if you go into the zone in a Euro 6, you don't have to pay zone charge. But at the same time, you've given probably another 5 to 10 grand more for your Euro 6 vehicle than you could have given for a Euro 5 vehicle. So whether you're paying it in the vehicle or whether you're paying it in the charge, you're still paying it. And if you've got an electric van, okay, you can drive around everywhere for free and your fuel's relatively cheaply, but you might give 40 grand for that van. And you have got such a short mileage, you've got to get them jobs in, get them done and get back and charge it up before you can run again. So that's going to have an impact on how much you charge. Whichever way you turn, there's going to be problems. Uh, JRSU cases. Pete. <laughs> and then finally on the small vans, he says, please don't bang the small van drum. I'm putting my second van on the CX this third time. Um, he said, now everyone's going to want a small van. I'm worried the thousands of drivers will sell their curtain-side loot in the small van. He did a smiley face. Mate, it, I don't tell anybody to buy anything. <laughs> you choose. You do it your way. If you're a small van guy or a long wheelbase guy or a Luton with a curtain and tail lift, I always say the Luton is with, it was my, my ideal van. Would it be my ideal van if I went back to it now? I don't know. The money they're getting on small vans, I might think, I'm going to be straight in there. I'm going to pick that job up instantly. I'm going to fly down to it. I'm going to drop that job off instantly. And I'm getting similar money to a loot with a curtain. Maybe they're superficial and they're by the wayside now. Tracy, I like my truck. But you do it your way. And don't listen to me. I know nothing. Just a big ear, big mouth guy who passes on the wonderful information that you guys feed me. Thank you very much. So, did me first little, uh, tipping at the RDC. Um, domain name guy again, always handy. Oh, by the way, domain name guy, I didn't, I accidentally found your YouTube channel. I clicked on the thing when I'm doing the notes. It's a little, it's too boring to go into. So, I will do you a link to the domain, and he's the guy who does instructional videos about how to do kind of stock market trading. So when you're sitting on a bay, um, if you've got 30 minutes or if you're sitting waiting for your next job or you've just got a bit of time, you can go on your phone and he does videos. Now, I'm not telling you I don't know how they work. I know nothing about this. Um, it frightens me, to be honest with you. But um, And I've got plenty of my own life to be getting on with. So, right, bud. Delivery driver, fantastic people. Um, but I'll do a link anyway. 
watch the videos, please. Support the guy. Anyone who supports me, please. Uh, you know, that's wonderful. And let me know what you think. You know, I'd be interested to see how it pans out. So, um, but he says... Um, all RDCs should be a self-tip. It's the only way forward, and a win for the RDC and a win for the driver, because the only person only person a driver can blame for delaying tip is the RDC it's, it, itself. Um, my shift change... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I was in rugby this morning. Uh, it's Saturday, and I was up at half four again because I had to drop what I picked up last night in rugby at six o'clock this morning. Um, and I put me on the bay... I got there a little bit late. I was supposed to be there at six. I got there at half six because they, I didn't know they were shutting the M1 for reservicing. Oh, well, hang on a second. You know, put it in the night before. It's an hour. Put it in this morning. It's an hour and 20 minutes. Where'd that come from? Oh, the M1 shut. Brilliant. Um, and they put me on a bay. And then two pallets went off. Then they had a shift change. I had seven pallets. So I sat there for 20 minutes while they did a shift change. And then they took the other five pallets off, which is fine. Because for Amazon, that's quick. Actually, Amazon isn't too bad lately. But if you, if I could have tipped it myself, I'd have been done. The one thing I will say about Lidl's, that this came back this week, because I went in there and I had the paperwork, and it was kind of like a safety sheet. And it does say at the bottom, name and print and all that. And the guy signed it. And then we got a phone call from the ship about two, three days later going... That's not the paperwork we wanted. We want. We should be. We should have stamp paperwork. Um, so we've got page. As it is, the customer that I was still, I did say to him when I picked the pallets up, "Is there any paperwork to go with this?" The bloke went, "No." I said, "Fine, I'll make my own." As it turned out, Lidl's gave me some of their paperwork with their name on it. I thought, "Well, that's better." And also, as an absolute, I don't always do this because I was a little bit wary about it. Once I actually delivered it all, I took a photo. So you can then send that back to the shipper and go, look, you can give this to your customer. Here is a picture of his goods, all delivered, in good condition, on the floor at Lidl's in Exeter. So if they turn around and say they haven't got it, it's no good, here's a photo to say that they have. What will come back from that, I don't know, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, Kyle Smith, he says, my, oh yeah, he said, my first Audi RDC unload ending badly. A full 45-foot container, third pallet um, of red wine was broken, dropped the, dropped the pallet, and the next one, the whole load tipped off, smashed soaking everything, wine and glass everywhere. He said, I wasn't popular. <laughs> I imagine you weren't, mate, but kind of probably not your fault. That's the problem with how, that's why alcohol can be a problem. If they stack the pallets badly or if something's broken... You've got a domino effect, and that ain't... When I, I was um, when I was doing the little tip, one of the guys had had to pull the, the lorry back off the bay because one of his planets at the back, it was like tins of tuna, and it had collapsed. And I, So they basically opened the back doors, and the first planet... Fortunately, all the others looked like they was all right. And there was just like tins of tuna, still all right, all over the floor, and they were just doing this stacking it up and re-palletising it and going to re-shrink it and I thought oh you poor guy and I wanted to stop and help him but I had another job I had to go and pick up so I couldn't <clears throat> Godzilla says if I think I can get away with it by the time I like this I've thought about doing this myself by the time the faults come out there's four pallets on the floor some sweating but a keen idiot stood next to them with a clipboard and a pen so what he's saying is he gets to the RDC says I've got four pallets for you, I assume, then goes outside and quickly whips them out off himself with the tail lift of the pallet truck. So when the guys come out, you can just go, there's pallets, sign here, and drive straight out. The thing about that is it can take 15, 20 minutes to take, well, 
depending on your towel lift and all that kind of stuff, certainly 10 minutes to whip four punnets off. And if you've just whipped them off and then the fork truck comes out at that instant, you think, he would have pulled them off in two minutes. I've just done like 10, 15 minutes work sweating, then I'll save myself two minutes. But I do like that. And the fact you could go in and say, by the way, mate, your pallets are outside. Do you want to sign here? They'll go, you're in the wrong place, mate. Can you take them around the corner? <laughs> you got to put them back on again. That's always a fear. Um, and Steve Turton says, take care, money. Take care. Take money. Every little helps. <laughs> Humour. Marvellous. Right, so we're going to go on to the wise guys now. A few things have got cleared up. You know, this is the section of bits that they, people tell me that I don't know. And the urban trucker, who is an absolute star, knows loads of stuff that I don't know and puts me right a lot of the time when I'm wrong, which is 90 to 100% of the time. Um, he says, because I said about oil licence, the guy said, do you need no licence for a scaffolding lorry? He said, to answer the question, someone said, do you need one for a scaffolding lorry? It comes under the scope of, um, as a long vehicle, it's over three and a half tonnes. The Janet and John version is, if you're over three and a half tonnes and it's being used uh, for business, then an O licence is required. Or if the goods that are carried are not the property of the vehicle's owner, it still requires an O licence, regardless if the vehicle owner is being paid or not to move the gods. But they basically, if they're not your goods and you're moving them, it's still classed as hire of reward. It says, the only time when an O licence is not required is if the vehicle being used solely for private use. This is a very basic rule of thumb. So say, for example, you hired a truck and you use that truck to move your house. Then you don't need an O licence because you're just moving it to move your goods. If you're doing it for your mate... Even if he's not paying you, technically you need an O license because that's high reward, I believe. Um, for instance, if you're ta- oh, um, he said I would write these things um, regulations down, but it take forever. He says, uh, and as for a horse box, he says if you're taking your horse, that's fine. But if you're taking someone else's horse, still high reward, even if you're not charging them. And if you're taking your horse to a race then you need no licence, because high reward. It's like, oh, my good God, like, you know. So I think the safest thing to say, the best thing to do is just get one, if you can. If you're carrying your own goods and you're a scaffolder, get an O licence, get a restricted O licence, you're only carrying your own stuff, and then you're covered. Um, yeah, hope that clears things up. If you want to read um, Urban Trucker's full thing in full, it's there in the notes. It's very informative. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. He also says with me, he's with me on this, because we've talked about, you know, previously, the idea of buying a Euro 6. He said, I agree with you, it's not worth forking out the dough unless you're in and out of London every day. He says, my van is Euro 5, and I just pay the ULEDs and the congestion charge, but I get all the advantage of running a, um, 
a brand new van, as long as you can make it pay. So, uh, JRSUK. He said, Pete, my limited knowledge... Oh, because we don't... This is on VAT. He said, my limited knowledge of VAT would say you're better off on a flat rate if you have a turnover of under... Um, 150,000 when you register. You can go up to 230,000 once you're registered. You can still reclaim all of that on big purchases like vans, which is true, yep. Um, the, the accounting is much simpler on flat rate too. I'd say for owner drivers, stay as a sole trader and go on a flat rate scheme. This is only my opinion though. My opinion too, JRS, I agree with you. I think that sounds about right. Good advice there, so... Um, no name says, um, oh yeah, this is to do with the wave bridge. Um, he said, I have no idea how these things work. Take it to a wave bridge. And if you're overweight, take it back. Surely you can't drive back from the wave bridge knowing it's overweight. Wouldn't the vehicle be used to transfer? Would you need a vehicle to vehicle transfer at this stage? This is something I said, and I've been put right. And Godzilla's goes into this. He said, yeah, he's dead right there. It goes like this. Uh, you, the driver question if you're being overweight uh, you're told it's tickety-boo however you suspect you're being taken for full so you head to the nearest way bridge go to a way bridge do not pass go do not collect two and find a pound fine if you're stopped on route you can state you're heading to a way bridge you've got to go to the nearest one you can't say i'm going to i'm, I'm on my way to a way bridge and you go where did you pick up from luton and you're in birmingham you know, like round the corner from the place if you're in, you have to kind of go you can go look i picked up two miles away I've got it in my sat nav, I'm heading, you can even phone them and go, I've, I'm in a truck, um, I suspect it's being overweight, I'm heading straight for a weigh bridge. When you get to the weigh bridge, um, you get a, get a jail free card because you've driven straight to the weigh bridge. He said, you've also, however, kicked yourself, you know, kicked yourself in the plums, he says, as you can't proceed any further. So what you would then have to do is you have to go, look, they've loaded me, they've told me I'm fine, I've said it's fine. I said, I don't think it is fine. I've, dri I've, I've driven it to a weigh bridge, and now I'm at a weigh bridge and I'm overweight. So you've got to turn the chipper and go, um, I'm overweight, you're going to have to send another vehicle to get some of this stuff off. Or I'm going to have to take some of this stuff off, now I'm going to have to tell I'm the right weight, leave it here, take some of it back, come back. You're not going to be popular with the shipper because he doesn't want that kind of headache. I would say the best thing to do is, I mean, I've had it before where... They didn't know. Bless the lady booked to fight the seven and a half ton because she thought you could put seven and a half ton on it. I'm like, no, love. It's seven and a half ton, including the weight of the lorry, and the lorry weighs five ton. And but I mean, they put this stuff on. There were like four or five pallets of these machines, and I just looked at my springs and I just went, that ain't moving. There's no way I'm not driving that an inch. So they had to take it all off again. You can get an idea with your springs. If springs are happy, they're smiling, that's a good spring. If springs are frowning, that's not a happy spring. So you can get an idea. You can also ask about the weight, and um, you can do the weight routine. Oh, I'm only takes a bit of savvy, but you get it. Uh, now on to trucks. Van on the run says, thanks for the info. Um, he says, we've been looking into this one. If I do the truck route, is a 20, 26 tonne is more appealing than an 18 tonne. Bigger cabs, because he tramps a lot of van on the run. He has his own videos. Um, and all that kind of stuff. He says, um, do you know how many 26-ton jobs come up compared to 18-ton jobs? Have you considered... Um, not that many, in truth. Mostly a 26-ton job is more likely to go on a six-axle. So mostly 18 tons is why I always say... The best truck to run is an 18-ton curtain side with a tuck under tail lift, but it is involved, and the urban trucking will come onto that in a minute. Um, 
He said, have you considered running a truck with a tramping driver? I have, but we kind of like the two jobs and knock system. The drivers really like it. They're very happy. A lot of them time, they're both early starters. They're normally back by about three o'clock. They get to go home. It suits them very well. Um, be it a rigid or an Arctic. Um, a shipper sent me a 44-ton Arctic job by mistake a few months ago, and it was like 195 miles and paid £700, so close to 360 a mile. That's kind of what you would charge in an Arctic, yes. But when you think about it, that's 360 a mile. They're charging a pound a mile in a small van. And there's so much more to it. We'll come to that in a minute. He says, um, I'm sure you could get two loads on, but then you've got to marry them up. Um, and I've read that 44 ton Arctic loads get 350 plus. Are they full loads? You've got to marry them up. So it's what you're better off at £3 a mile in um, a curtain side and not have to try to go here, there, and everywhere. But I, I don't, I always say, I mean, I'm happy in me lorries. But I have always said it's involved, and Urban Trucker makes this point. He says, hi, Pete. He says, the only thing I worry about on your videos is that looking at some of the comments, especially when it comes to truck, people seem blinkered by the rates, hearing £3 a mile, £4 a mile, and think this is the golden egg. I get the impression that a lot seem, because they have a van on the exchange, it's just as easy to run a truck. And as you very well know, Pete, it's another level operating trucks. I've seen a lot of people lose their shirts trying to run trucks. When you go for a couple of hundred quid in fuel to anywhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred pound from a couple of hundred quid in fuel to anywhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred pound a week, waiting thirty to sixty days for your money, it soon adds up fast. For instance, I just paid my quarterly VAT bill this week and it was eight k. Yeah, it is. It is involved. You've got transport managers. You've got parking. You've got regular inspections. You're only going to get two jobs a day, whereas in a small van you can do four jobs a day. You need someone to park the damn thing. It's just it's involved. So if I'm not saying don't do it, but if you're going to do it, do your research. I've got plenty of videos on it. I'm sure there's loads of other videos out there. Dig into it. Make sure it's the right thing for you. You know. He's, he speaks a lot of sense, Urban Trucker, and I'm not trying to put anybody off, but everything he said there is true. Or I would agree with it, anyway. Um, and he also said, oh, and AdBlue, he says, um, give Certus Energy a call. Their fuel and AdBlue prices are very good, mate. Will do. Thank you. Um, Truckerina says, um, thanks, Pete, uh, for the video um, on this back. So out of interest, I watched another video recently that mentioned you have to have the 8,000. You've got to have 8,000 pounds available. You don't have to have £8,000 in the bank. You have to have access to £8,000. Um, so you can have a credit card, a blank credit card with eight grand's limit on it, which means if something goes wrong, you could put it on the credit card. But that doesn't mean you've got the 8K. That just means you can get the 8K. Or you could have an overdraft facility, a business overdraft facility of 8K. You're in the black, you've got that. She said... Um, he said, but this needs to be set aside and untouched in the bank. Basically, you leave it there, and other running costs such as rent for your yard, fuel, truck hire, comes from the other money on top of the 8K set aside. Is this true, or can you just use a portion of the 8K to run the business until your invoices are paid? Technically, read it. No, that's true. You can't touch that 8K. At any stage, they can come up to you and go, we're just having a check to make sure that money's still not there, still there. And if the money's not there, they can turn around and go, we're taking your licenses away. Having said that... Um, I don't know how often that would happen. Uh, they're very overworked at the moment, the DVLA. Uh, like the DVSA have also had their, um, I heard on the radio the other day, have had their um, the police force cut by 30, 30%. So um, it would be up to you whether you decided to do that or not. Obviously, the right thing to do is not to touch it. If you don't touch it, you're golden. If you had to touch it, 
the chances of them actually of, it, of, the, of them coming back are probably not that high. But I certainly wouldn't recommend that you do it. You do you. Dean H. He says, "Morning, Pete. Do you have a minimum charge for seven and a half tanker? And I have just purchased one and got back on the CX after leaving five years ago. Um, as Godzilla said, normally." 150, 180, I'll be honest with you, the minimum I charge on a 7.5 ton that I, I put as a quote in is £99.50. I quote, I often quote with 50p on the end. You've heard of the rapper 50 cents? I'm 50 pence in the pub. Um, but for that kind of money, we're talking, I'm in Milton Keynes, a job pings up. I did one actually, I did one two weeks ago. Milton Keynes to Milton Keynes three and a half miles forked on forked off it was this huge tank thing and they were struggling with it because they'd fallen over and they, they would they would take it as an unsafe load and i looked at it and went no we'll have that one straight away trap it it's going so it was a cheap quote but i literally i mean i was for that kind of money you'd kind of want it the whole job beginning to end done in an hour and a half like you know so i have done them that cheap before but normally particularly my first job in the day i would look for something going a reasonable distance um, or really early, and I'll be looking for two, three hundred quid to get started, because you want to get your money straight away, because then the rest of the day you can fade off as it has done me this week. Mm. I've got a video coming up, a life on the road video. I went to Wales and back, West Wales, very pretty. Miscellaneous, here we go. Final normal questions. Alan Bray has left a few comments lately. Alan, thanks very much for your comments, mate. Much appreciated. He said, fault trucks. He said, why would you not leave the tail folded up, lower it to the bottom, and then the fork truck can just put the pallet on top, undercuts the pallet, pushes it in a bit further, doesn't risk damage to your tail lift. I'm a forklift driver and I do this regularly. In my experience, Alan, I'm not quite sure how you do that, but when I had um, my Luton, when you drop, so your tail lift is like that, that's it down. So when it's like that, it drops to the floor. But when my tail is dropped, so this bit here is on the floor. This bit here, the bed was here. Some of my, my looting before, you could drop the tail straight down. And when you dropped it to the floor, you could get it on the bed. But my loot and most lootings, the tail lift is there. So then you can't get the forks. And you could potentially go over the top and down. But then how would you get your forks out? So maybe a bit more information on that. I'd be interested. Could pass it on. It could be interesting. Thanks, mate. Um... He also said, is there any potential for trailers on the CX, either a, a long wheel base van with a box trailer, you would be able to bid on seven and a half ton work. Trailers are a nulls. They're a nulls for you. They're a nulls for, the, for, the, for where you're collecting from. Shippers aren't going to want it. Oh, I, I, sounds like a good idea. Doesn't work. Uh, Jonathan Brack. He says, I have a question. Are you VAT registered and do you charge VAT? I'm currently moving over to the CX um, from a subcontract VAT gig. And um, you want to, if you're on the CX, you want to be VAT registered. If you're not VAT registered, you give your money away. But as we mentioned earlier on um, from your man, um, I forget who said about it. Yeah, the best thing, he, he, he kind of cleared things up. So if you, if you missed it, go back. But yeah, you want to be VAT registered. And if, you, if you're just a sole trader, flat rate is probably is the way forward. Uh, a York, Yorkshireman's Daily Grind. He said, it's pity that shippers don't put enough information on regarding the size and weight of the load. Um, they were, you know, this officers would, it would stop us wasting time ringing for a job you're not able to do. Such has a Luton or a smaller van job needs to carry more weight, that kind of thing. Alan Bray, who's making more comments, says he said, he said, and this is an independent comment, he said, the shipper doesn't necessarily know the weight and size. I work in a warehouse. The shipper gets a phone call and is told we need a long wheelbase 
two to three pallets. And we give him, we can't give him any more information because the job hasn't been put together yet. We just make sure the weight is 1,400 kilos or less. I think a lot of the time they don't even know what they need. I've turned up to jobs before in a lorry. I turned up one once. I turned up, and I, did a, I did a video on why did they book me? You turn up and you go, is that it? But and sometimes they just book... I mean, sometimes, like the little one, it was four euro pallets and weighed 230 kilos, but it needed a lorry because it was going into Lidl's. And if you'd have turned up in a the van, they'd just gone, take it back. We don't take vans in here. Sainsbury's are kind of the same. A lot of the RRDCs just want trucks. So it's, it is a complicated thing. It's not that straightforward, but, yeah, I do take your point there. Um, and I appreciate that, mate. Uh, Steve Bradley... Says I'm on a day rate job now for a couple of months. The CX is crazy, I've heard. Van on the run says it's a lot quieter than it was in August. Bit of a struggle at times, even considering day rate multi drop myself up until Christmas if the rate was right. Um, yeah, I'm struggling at the moment. I've done a lot of jobs. I've been going a lot further. I stayed out twice this week. Uh, once down in Exeter for the Liddles. And once um, I ended up in Bristol after the Wales job. And I've been going in there and everywhere just to get my week's... I can get my week's money. I can still get my week's money. But I don't just want my week's money. Up until recently, I've been smashing it. And now recently, I'm struggling to smash it. And I'm still trying to smash it. I've got... I've got five weeks till Christmas and trying to bang it away, like, you know. But, yeah, I'm, for this time of year, I'd, I'd, I would have been expecting to see a lot more jobs, getting my pick of the jobs, not necessarily getting more money, but getting the jobs I really wanted, and instead it's gone the other way. So what it's going to be like in January, I don't know. I'd like to hope it, it doesn't change much, but we'll have to see. Um, oh, Van Run also says, I made a couple of, he says, the CX does help with non-payers, because I said they don't really do a lot. He said, but you have to provide evidence to show that you have tried to resolve the issue Emails, phone calls, logs, etc. They help me get payment. They threatened a shipper with suspension, so he coughed up pronto. Um, I, I, I like the best. The best way to get a shipper to pay was from um, the Urban Trucker. We'll come back to that one at the end. Um, and Tanish Patel says, respectfully, Pete. In terms of the CX role, it's not just an advertising platform. Um, they help with invoicing. Yeah, the invoice. I've got to say, the invoicing thing on it is really good. Um, it also regulates how you can operate. They also have some rules that break UK common law, but no one is willing to challenge on them. So it's more than just a flat. It's more than just a platform that puts people together. But curious to know what they are, just because I'd be curious to know. But you're right. I don't challenge them. Um, sometimes I thought, well, that's not right. We had one once where <coughs> I've said before, two jobs came through at the same time, and. We rung the second person and went, can't take this job. Now I've only got a first one. She said, no, you advertise it. You've got to take it. And then they gave us negative feedback and we appealed it. And the CX went, no, you should have done it. I went, what can we do? We've only got one van. Sometimes, but what can you do, you know? Um, <coughs> I would be curious to know what they are, um, Tajish. Stick him on the comments, please. Uh, John Ramsey. He says, my biggest gripe with the CX is how different shippers have different processes of payment. Some want PODs and invoices uploaded to the portal. Some want them sent by email. Some insist on hard copies from post. Um, yeah, the problem that you've got as a shipper is some, every customer is different. So one guy will ring you up and say, I need you to move some stuff for me, but I need to get the receipts because if I don't get the receipts, I don't get paid for the gear. The next guy turns up, he says, I need you to move some stuff for me, but we don't want receipts. We're the 21st century. We're paperless. If you send us money, that's the important. And everybody, the problem is that we, we live in a world where everyone's different, which is fantastic, but because everyone's different, everyone's different. So you, there isn't a unified way. 
and it comes completely down to every customer wants it done their way. It's like Burger King, you know? So it would be lovely. I would love to get rid of paper PODs. I can't see it happening in my lifetime. Oh, well. Uh, Elite Recovery says, what making a community is what drivers need. Making a community is what drivers need. It's what we have here, Elite Recovery. We are a community. We work together like ants. You answer each other's questions. It's a wonderful thing. Uh, Tibio So Cornwall. He said, well, wouldn't it be nice if we could get a deal with CX from some hotels where a night would be £40 max so drivers could actually have a decent night's sleep in a bath? That would be lovely. The problem is, once again, hotels are working on supply and demand. And when the lockdown was there, well, I was getting travel lodges between 25 and 40 quid a pop. Now, because the thing is, they all get booked up early from people that know they're going down there. And I don't know where I'm going to be three hours before. I rock up and they want... Some of the prices on their maps were like 85 to 125 quid. So I'm just going to learn to sleep in a cab. I ain't paying that. But then I think... Or I'll go, well, I'm not going to do the distance job. But at the moment, I have to. So we'll see. Um, Constantine Daniel says, Hello, Pete. I'm new on the CX. I've done about 10 jobs and I've got one feedback. It's very hard for me to get a job. The only jobs are the ones to London where nobody wants to go. What do I do in this situation? When I quote, I ask for 130 to 140 miles. I think he's in a looter with a curtain, so you're on the right money there. Um, and also Dean9050 says, Hi guys, I have a question. As a brand new driver, how do I get jobs without any feedback? Feedback is not the be end all and end all. Ring them. I've done a video on this. Over there. Um, you can ring them. You can talk to them. You can have a laugh with them. You will get the feedback after a while. Also, Constant Daniel, um, I noticed that Daniel Grumber left a message saying, ring me. He will help you. He's my transport manager. He's a lovely guy. He will look after you. He's a nice bloke. Um, but, yeah, it's not, it's not everything. It's, it's important. But the price that you put in. If you want to try and get jobs in quicker when you start quote them a little bit cheaper once you start getting a bit of feedback and you get it rolling you can always up your price and finally in conclusion this week the urban trucker on this is non-payment it says hi pete on non-paying shippers a mate of mine once had a non-paying oh dear i can't say that um he said he did a lot of work for one day he'd had enough of mess to go out he rung the shipper i've had this tony had this once he rung him up and the boat laughed him down the phone said i'm just not going to pay you he said unfortunately for the shipper my mate had found out where he lived and he smashed his front door down and went in there the shipper um panicked shall we say, um, are paid up with interest. The moral of the story is don't mess about with people and their money because you never know what type of person might come knocking on your door. I've got a mate, my mate Big Dave. If you ever get a chance to read my book, um, Shall I Go On Mum? It's there's a link to the website. It's very, very good. There's a whole chapter on my mate Big Dave because I did um, a hotel move for a guy and um, he turned out to be a bit of a villain thing is my mate Big Dave is a bit of a villain <laughs> and my mate Big Dave and two of his friends went to tell, talk to the hotel guy and say you need to pay this money now and he paid very very quickly um, my mate Big Dave had a mate <laughs> who uh, once the guy owned a lot of money he said a lot of the time they own money and it's different if they haven't got it and they talk to you and they make sort of they make inroads to money but it's when they owe money but they've got lots of money and they just want to pay it and the guy knocked on the door and this bloke had a Bentley on his driveway, had a Bentley just on the, on the road. And he knocked on the door, and a guy answered the door. He said, um, you see your Bentley over there, the one that's on fire? When the insurance money comes in, I want it. 
I don't recommend that anybody does this. This is not the way forward. My mate died, uh, died did 11 years in Wandsworth. Well, he actually did five and a half, but he's on the license. Read the book. <laughs> That's it. Sony Q&A. Don't forget the podcast as well. You can go back and look at all the other ones and um, any past ones while you're driving, past the time if you want to. And don't forget we've got playlists now. So if you just want to go to something specific, you don't have to endure all the other stuff. That's it. I'm going to go and edit this now and get it uploaded. Um, and then I'm going to do something about these leaves. Lots of leaves everywhere. Christmas is coming. Fantastic. And then we can take care. And hopefully we'll have enough money that we don't have to. Bingo. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.